welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log, Day 32. Seek Solitude. On a couple of episodes we've had up to this point, I've mentioned that I took a trip to a monastery a few weeks ago. And, you know, stories have come up here and there that were relevant to whatever we were talking about on that given day. But one of the things that I want to reflect on today and talk about today is the idea of seeking solitude, which of course was inspired by the experience at the monastery. When we first showed up, it was around, I want to say, 3 p.m., 4 p.m., something like that. We showed up, we were greeted by one of the brothers there, Father Philaret, and we were told to go to the cabin, right, drop our stuff off, come back, eat dinner. So after dinner, we went back to the cabin and turned in for the night, or I think there may have been a vigil, but either way, by the time we got back, to actually be in the space that we were staying at, it was already nighttime. So I went out onto, I suppose you could call it a deck or a balcony in the back, And I was out there with one of my friends who came with me. We're just chatting a little bit. And one of the things I noticed was that I was speaking a lot more quietly than usual, right? My my tone of voice was very hushed. And I realized it was because this place was so quiet. So for a second, I said I said to my friend, I was like, one second, pause for a second. I said, Do you hear that? Nothing. Right? It was so fascinating to me. No cars, right? No traffic. No electronics humming. And because it's winter, there were no animals or birds or anything. It was completely silent. There was no wind rustling leaves or anything. Nothing. Complete silence. And of course, if you look up, you see very vivid stars. And I realized that that's an experience I haven't had in a very long time, right? Thinking about even as I'm sitting here, if I stop speaking for a second, I can hear the hum of the laptop and maybe the electrical lights I have in the apartment. Of course, I've turned off the AC and everything so it doesn't hum and mess with the recording. But even at the quietest that this apartment will get, I still hear ambient background noise. Now, I I titled today's field log, Seek Solitude. And of course, you can experience solitude even if there is a little bit of background noise. That's not the point. But the reason I'm bringing up the story with the monastery is to sort of paint you a picture, give you an idea of how I started thinking about solitude and why we should seek it in our lives, right? Solitude doesn't have to mean silence. That's not what we're talking about today, although it could. Solitude just means spending time alone with your thoughts. Now, I know a lot of people, and I certainly used to be like this, and even today I will sometimes get this instinct, who, when they're alone, have to listen to music, or maybe an audiobook or a podcast, or turn on the TV, anything to be away from their thoughts. If you have a very turbulent inner life, you're going to be scared of the voice in your head, right? Sort of the self-talk and the chatter and everything. But it turns out if you can overcome that fear and spend a little bit of time in solitude and maybe even silence, you're going to very quickly learn the power of that activity, right? There's a lot of power in 
being able to be alone with yourself. Right? Are you so scared of the chatter of your mind that music, audiobooks, podcasts, or movies, or anything like that has to be playing at all times? Or does stillness comfort you? Does it help you relax? Does it help you think? I think that's something we should all cultivate. So one of the things I've done in this arena, and I, I would encourage you to do the same thing, right? Is I've talked about woodcarving before. It's a leisure activity that I enjoy just in the evenings, just to unwind a little bit. And I'm trying to the best of my ability to combine that with solitude. So now, sometimes I like to carve wood and listen to audiobooks, but do I have the ability to do that in silence? Do you have the ability to perform activities in silence? Another example of this was visiting a couple of friends in a town that's about, or a city that's about two hours away from where I live, maybe a week or two ago. And on the way down, I was wearing a prayer rope, right? Common Orthodox form of prayer is praying the Jesus prayer with a rope. The rope has knots in it, usually 33 or 99, something along those lines. And you pray, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. So I was in the car, I was driving down, and I thought, why don't I just pray the Jesus prayer for a little bit? Maybe I'll do one loop. It takes about maybe 17, 18 minutes to get around. I have a big rope. Well, when I got around once, I was feeling pretty good. I was feeling very calm. I was feeling very present, right? The, the name of Jesus was very top of my mind. So I asked myself, could I do it one more time? And then very quickly, I started to realize that my, my competitive nature was starting to kick in. And about halfway through, I asked myself, can I pray for the entire way down there? Right? It's about two hours and 20 minutes, give or take. Can I spend that time in solitude, just focusing on God? And by some miracle that I can't explain to you because I very much have, you know, modern mind of constantly being tempted to distraction. I didn't have my phone right there and I had podcasts downloaded, audiobooks downloaded, even music if I wanted to. I could have played anything. But for some reason, it didn't feel that hard. Not as hard as I thought it would feel after, of course, overcoming the initial urge at the beginning of the trip. And something fascinating happened. After those two hours and 20 minutes of proper solitude, right? Not just being alone, but being alone and being aware that I'm alone, right? Not trying to numb my brain with input, but rather either praying or sitting in silence, listening to God's voice, or maybe just thinking. After two and a half hours of that, and especially because it was prayer, I parked my car at my friend's house. I got out of the car and I felt different than I usually feel. I felt so calm. I still found myself, just like at the monastery, speaking more softly to my friend, right? Being very happy to see him. And of course, I'm happy to see my friends anytime I visit. But being very happy to see him, right? The joy of the experience, the interaction was more present. And that's when I realized, oh, God is trying to tell me something here. There is a lot of power in solitude. The ability to sit by yourself and listen to God's voice or listen to your own thoughts or pray or maybe do some sort of manual activity like wood carving or maybe you like to draw whatever it is is something that humans should be good at. We should be good at this, right? If you think back to hunter-gatherer, man, 
they would have to do this all the time. You know, maybe you're tracking some prey and you're walking for hours at a time. Of course, you're with other people, but you don't talk 24-7. Or maybe you're doing something by yourself. And you're in solitude while you're partaking in that activity. But nowadays, that idea is very scary, right? You even see jokes online of people, right, like you show up to the gym and then you check your gym bag and your headphones are at home. You forgot your headphones. And it's like the greatest tragedy that could befall you at the gym is to actually have to not have music in and train and maybe hear the music they're playing or just the clanking of the weights. We constantly need stimulation nowadays. And that is making you weak. And I'll say it one more time for the people in the back. If you need constant stimulation, if the thought of driving in silence or praying in silence or doing art in silence, anything like that, if that scares you or makes you uncomfortable, this is your challenge for the day. Pause this episode, pull out your notes app and make a note wherever you're If you've made your schedule for the day already, right, squeeze it in somewhere, 5-10 minutes, something like that. And sit in solitude and see what happens. I can guarantee you that the solitude is not going to kill you, right? You're not going to drop dead because the music stopped playing. But you will reach deeper into yourself than you usually allow yourself to go. And I found after two and a half hours of prayer in solitude that it wasn't that scary in there, right? And of course, it sounds ridiculous when I'm saying it, but I had that assumption subconsciously. I noticed after the fact that I always listen to audiobooks or podcasts or music, right? I usually prefer audiobooks. But this idea of just being in silence by myself driving, right? Experiencing actual solitude, noticing the solitude is so very scary to me. Or at least it used to be. There are all kinds of activities over the course of your day that you could turn into opportunities to practice solitude, right? To practice being by yourself, just in the presence of God, right? You're never truly alone. God is always there. But sometimes we can think that we're alone or we can feel like we're alone. And you might feel like that sometimes. Maybe it's implicit, maybe it's explicit. But experiment with that today, right? When you're looking at your schedule, if you've already made it, and if not, once you make it, think about maybe you have a job where you commute five days a week, right? Maybe you don't work from home. See if you can turn that commute into an opportunity to practice solitude. Or maybe there's a walk that you take once a day to get your steps in, and usually you listen to music or podcasts. Try that in solitude. Or maybe when you're washing dishes, you're usually having the TV running. Try that in solitude. Experiment with solitude to see if there seems to be some benefit there, right? And I haven't done any particular research on solitude itself. I've done some research on prayer, right? And of course, there's the spiritual benefits, but there are also physical benefits, mental benefits. And I'll make an episode on the Jesus prayer at some point later. And I've also, back in my days before I was Christian, I did some research on mindfulness meditation and how there seem to be cognitive benefits of that, and I have a lot of opinions on mindfulness meditation, but we won't get into that right now. The point is, this is a field that is similar to meditation and prayer, but it's not the same thing, not strictly speaking. So I experienced 
with my two memorable experiences of solitude recently, the power that it had and how it impacted my mental state and my mood and my demeanor afterwards. So you might be able to benefit from that as well. So experiment with that today, right? Try to find opportunities to practice solitude. And if there's absolutely nothing in your day-to-day that you can repurpose, carve 10 minutes out of something else. Right? The ability to be alone with your thoughts is something that every man, in fact, every person should have. If your thoughts are scary to you, we have a real problem on our hands. Right? Not only is there benefit to practicing solitude, to praying by yourself and listening to God's voice or sitting in silence outside, whatever it is, it's also a requirement to actually be able to do that, right? If you constantly need to distract yourself, if you constantly need to keep your mind off things that might be ruminating in the background, it might mean that you have a chaotic interior life. And that's something that we can't just let be, right? A man at his core should be stillness, right? Imagine this, I don't know, poetic scene of, a great elder of some sort of city or town or village or something standing on a cliff and it's the waves are crashing down below and he's standing there with his long hair and his long beard and the wind is blowing, right? And he's just stoically looking off into the distance at the horizon. Do you, when you imagine that, do you see him with a pair of headphones in or... Do you see him with a boombox next to him playing podcasts because he's terrified of his mental state? Something tells me that's not the image you had in mind. It's certainly not the image I had in mind. Right, the ability to be still or, you know, take it further. Maybe there's a a chieftain of a tribe or a king of a kingdom and he's sitting in his throne room and somebody walks in with a petition for the king or a petition for the chief. Is he sitting there in his throne, listening to music or podcasts or maybe making his advisors tell him jokes? Or is he perhaps sitting in silence if he's not in conversation? Right, the ability to have quiet, to turn down the stimulation and to even seek solitude, like in the first example, that ability should be basic. And of course, I experienced because of my initial pushback when I was praying in the car and deciding to pray all the way down, the initial twinge of, "Mm, maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe it'll be boring. Maybe it'll be not as fun as listening to whatever I was going to listen to. When I realized that, I, I smelled weakness. And weakness is an opportunity for strength, always. So I saw that there was something that I felt slightly uncomfortable about. And if I have the ability to take cold showers in the morning, and if you have the ability to take cold showers in the morning and fast and exercise and do things that are actually difficult, shouldn't you also have the ability to do something that might be slightly distasteful to you at first? I would say yes. Right, the need for constant stimulation is a symptom of the modern age. It's a symptom of this attempt to stop men from thinking, and of course women and children as well, but trying to inundate you with more information that you could ever possibly have, trying to take away your ability 
to work in silence, to sit in silence, to enjoy just being, right? Life is such a miracle that you should be able to sit, and I'm not saying that I have, right? This applies to me too, but you should be able to sit and just appreciate the fact that you're alive, right? The sensation of the sun on your face, the sound of the wind, maybe there's animals, whatever it is, and the thoughts that come to you, right? The mechanism of thinking even is a miracle. So why can't we seem to appreciate that anymore? There is great power in solitude. And of course, the discussion has started to merge into silence as well, right? They both have utility for mental calm, right? For the ability to be bored, which separates winners from losers. People who can work through boredom, right? This is yet another tool in your toolkit that you can employ to craft yourself into the man that God actually needs you to be, right? If you take cold showers in the morning, if you practice regular fasting and exercise, if you sleep on the floor, maybe a couple of nights a week, maybe every night of the week, I don't know. If you can sit in solitude and pray and then just sit and do something, something manual, something mindless, right? Washing dishes or whatever. That kind of man is way more capable than the kind of man who fears physical discomfort, like cold showers, sleeping on the floor, who hates hunger, fasting, who can't do weight training because it's uncomfortable, and God forbid you have to be alone, truly alone, right? Actual solitude, not just no people around, right? Some people will get on the phone and just stay on the phone with a friend for hours, not even talking, just have the phone on, and then just like spend time together. How much better that time would be spent in solitude. When you're with people, you're with people. And when you're not, you're not. And I felt this way for a couple of years now. Is that when we're with people, we have to give them our undivided attention. Right? We should really be present with the person. But when we're alone, we should be present with the people that are there. Ourselves and God. How many times... Have you seen people who, when they're with you, are constantly on their phone, pulling out their phone, showing you stuff on their phone, and then when they're at home, they're probably doing the same thing by themselves. So you're not actually experiencing the people that are in front of you or around you, and you're not experiencing yourself when you're alone either. That's not living, that's just spending the time until you eventually die. You should be aware of the experience you're having. In fact, this will make you way more charismatic. If you have the ability to be in solitude and your experience is anything like mine, you'll pay so much attention to what's happening around you because you've been deprived of the stimulation that you usually get. And then when you're around people, you'll be way better at paying attention to them because that's what's coming in right externally right now. And that, that was exactly the experience I had. After I spent two hours and change praying, which is probably by far the longest time I've ever spent praying by myself. So this is by no means something regular. I'm not trying to do, say that. But after I did that and I got out of the car and I went and I walked up to my friend and I talked to him for at least 20, 30 minutes, I was really engrossed in what he was saying. The need to interrupt and get a word in was much weaker than it usually is, right? Usually when we're having conversation... We just want to hear ourselves talk. From the limited experience I've had, 
with extended solitude, that need goes away. So seek solitude today. When you're driving in the car, turn off the music, just today. When you're at home eating dinner, eat in silence, just today. When you're getting ready for bed and brushing your teeth, turn off your phone, just today. Seek solitude. Reflect on your thoughts. Look at what comes in. Maybe God's trying to speak to you, but he hasn't been able to get a word in because there's always someone else talking. Give him that chance today. Maybe there are ideas floating around your head that haven't had time to express themselves. Give those ideas a platform. Seek solitude today and see what it does to your mental state. And if it works for you, adopt it. And if it doesn't work for you, don't try it again. That's fine. But if it does work, if it makes a difference, my guess is it will. Work it into your daily schedule. That's it for this week's field log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for field log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course, the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day. <laughs>